the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're here to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. A couple things happening here at Milberger's. Next Saturday and Sunday are going to be big old days here at the nursery. It's the um, holiday open house here at Milberger's with the uh, on Saturday, December 1st, is the traditional open house, and you can have some if you like. Uh, little Red Choo Choo will be chugging around from 11 to 3. Santa is going to be here, so bring your camera. There will be lots of opportunities for pictures. Uh, funnel cakes will be a tasty treat for you here. They're just $2, and the 100% of that $2 goes back to the Salvation Army, who will be here at 12.30 talking a little bit about what they're doing in San Antonio so you can know uh, how that uh, funnel cake is helping people in San Antonio. I don't know that, I think this is the first time in history that funnel cakes have actually provided uh, homes and food. I, I, don't, and I don't remember funnel cake uh, being here ever, but it's kind of cool that it's all, yeah, going, it is. It's all going to charity. Yep. Uh, Sweet Adelines will be running around the nursery. They'll be doing singing. You're welcome to join them. They'll be having fun. Face painting, roasted corn, hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, uh, and lots more. Then on Sunday is the Cowboy Christmas with hot chili and cool music. Uh, Santa will be here. Uh, there'll be the Little Red Choo Choo, uh, Funnel Cakes, the Texas Weather Band, Roasted Corn, and a Balloon Artist. So lots of fun. And uh, lots of trees are finding homes today, Trace. They are. It's great. Yeah. Oh, by the way, for more information on that, go to MillbergerNursery.com, and you'll find some more information on the event as well. We'll tell you more about it at 1230. We talk to the Salvation Army. At 1 o'clock, we're going to visit with old Bill Sphelan of uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. Is she still going? Yes, he's still going. Oh. Does he know you treat him this way? This is terrible now. There's nothing wrong with Bill. Uh, uh, no, it's just amazing. Somebody that old could still be jumping around like that. He's <sighs> probably younger than Calvin. <laughs> is he younger than Calvin? Yeah. Is he younger than you or older than you? Um, About the same age. He may be. Okay. Anyway. But we'll talk a little bit about birding and what you can do and what's going on. Uh, and all the opportunities. But Trace is up out on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Well, gentlemen, it's a it's a great day. Uh, wonderful tree shopping weather. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, no sun. The trees love it. Um, come on down and get one. Yeah. So what does that mean? Let's talk about the trees for a second. Uh, well, the, the thing that all, and I mentioned this last week, too, just walking through there, every one you would pick looks perfect to me. 
on the trees, so you don't. You may, it doesn't have to be a a, a three-hour production to find the best tree that suits you. Um, so that's number one, and then the three wonderful varieties are to choose from too. So what are the three varieties? Uh, we've got uh, Nordman, which uh, is uh, the most popular tree in Europe. And it doesn't have a whole lot of fragrance. So if you're actually allergic to Christmas trees, that one you're less likely to have a, a reaction to. So you might be able to have a, a fresh-cut tree back in your house. Yeah. And then uh, we've got the Nobles, which mm-hmm. uh, is the most majestic of all the Christmas trees. Oh, Very stiff-branched. And if you have those big, heavy ornaments like my oh, mother yeah. does, you almost have to have one of those. All right. And then so. my personal favorite is Fraser. Mm-hmm. I, I think you get the, the longest longevity out of a Fraser fir of, of any of the Christmas. So does trees. it last for two years, or what's the advantage of when it lasts the Easter? Well, remember, we, we do the, uh, the tree recycling thing. So we get to oh, see what see. some of these trees look like uh, come January. And Fraser fir, all, hands down, comes back. Some of them look like they... Like when they just left. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing to point out, too, because uh, when that tree arrives, what do you all do? Uh, They they all get a fresh cut, Uh and then we put them on this, uh, for lack of a better word, a drill press. Get the trees straight, and uh, we drill up the the trunk, and our stands are rebar, and they have Uh this pokey thing in the middle that's real tall and uh, goes up in the tree trunk and holds the tree very sturdy. Yeah, a stabilizer. There you go. And they are recyclable stands. So if you buy one from us once, um, you just bring that stand back to us the following year, and you don't get charged for a stand, but you get to take a tree that's ready to go. Yeah, so you just exchange it. Okay. So they're, Speak like, of the devil. They're doing that right now. They are. Yeah. And then... Um, and that, that stand, too, holds enough water that you don't have yeah. to... Right. We fill it three times a day. And since we've put them in water since they've gotten here, they, they all have taken up their big drink. So it's a little less effort in, uh, in the upkeep as well because uh, then you just have to refill a little bit every once in a while instead of that big drink where they suck it all up. I didn't realize what a big pain that was with those little... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then until I... And they started, fall over by the yeah. time you get them full. And until, until I started using these Milberger's trees here and there. So much easier. You know, you get to spend your time decorating rather than right. trying to you just go in engineer and stand it. Stand it up, fill it with water, start decorating. So the tree's going to look good for a long, long time. Uh, that's the fresh cut trees. How about the living Christmas trees? Uh, we actually have those on sale this week. I think we pull that mm-hmm. up. Yeah, we've right got here. a pretty darn good assortment of uh, living trees. So uh, Cedar Diodoras, Woodland uh, wow. Cypress. Uh, Italian stone pine, Aleppo pine, blue point junipers, normal and spiraled, uh-huh. uh, arborvitae, and we've got some ligustrums trimmed up like Christmas trees. You can trees. also, um, they've got some, uh, they've got a lot of uh, uh, Arizona cypress here, and you can probably find one that would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be, suitable that'd be a suitable shape. one, and then to plant in the yard after yeah, the fact. That's and probably we got one of the best top, to plant in the yard. Topiary rosemary, so. Uh, there's a huge selection in that on sale now, shaped for Christmas living container grown trees. So those are 20% off. Uh, poinsettias? You've oh, got poinsettias? Oh, you bet. And they look good. Lots of colors. 
Um, and so, let's see, they're where? Can we see them, or they're in the greenhouse? They're in the greenhouse. That makes sense. Okay. Hey, I saw a couple uh, bring two of them out, and they uh, the woman was trying to carry both uh. of them, and they're, they're very large. And uh-huh. So finally, somebody had to come and help her, and she carried one, and somebody else carried the other one. They're, they are, they're magnificent. They're really you do, it would be instant decorative oh, gosh. situation. And Christmas cactus. Oh, they, look, they look good, too. Where are they? They are in the greenhouse as well. Okay, so tell me about them. Is it well, the zygote cactus, and uh, they're one of the, I guess, the second most popular Christmas plant. Is that right? Uh, very easy to grow. Um, Indoor, outdoor? Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, well, if you want it to bloom, you gotta you gotta have it outside where it gets some light. Okay. And they can get quite large, so this is something something that you can keep for many many years. Hmm. Uh, whereas most people discard their poinsettias after the fact, this is something that could have a uh, a long term Christmas. That's the word I'm looking for. And for those folks that want to Christmas all year, with there you Christmas go. Christmas tradition. Yeah. tradition. Yeah. You want to get your there yeah, there you go. Four or five months out of your poinsettia, which is very easy. Just go to plantanswers.com. There's about 15 articles there to, uh, how to maximize uh, poinsettia. And uh, I'm going to do that traditional thing where I need to bring a poinsettia up here and let Jerry nibble on it. Wait a minute. You know, but Jerry, the... Instead of the popcorn. Huh? Yeah, that's right. You get a our, art, our articles through the years have changed because the poinsettias have changed. The yeah. selections are even easier to take care of nowadays than they were. And the colors are magnificent. They, they stay in color longer. I, I mean, that's what the breeding is all about. Well, you, if you, in the old days, if you let that one, if that plant dry out once, it's say goodbye. Out yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you got a, you know, it's still not a good idea, but you yeah. got, you got a little more slack with those things. Do you have any cyclamen? Yes, <laughs> we do. As uh, I look over a great table after table, of and cyclamen. more coming too. So oh my goodness. That's, uh, that's a staple plant now for for the winter months. Great for shade. And if you look, we also have the primrose on special, too. I will tell you that um, I have seen cyclamen elsewhere in San Antonio. They don't compare, do they? They do not compare. The Millburgers ones are fuller. Uh, they're brighter. They seem to have more blooms on them. They just look better, and they're the same price. Well, so, uh, there's one problem, though. I saw a couple was trying to decide which color oh. they yeah, wanted. They, There's, actually, they're, there are more color choices, too, oh, yeah. than I saw at the other place. There's six or seven. Well, uh, every year there's four. Yeah. But that purple and that lilac colors are hard to believe. And, of course, the, old, the traditional red and white are spectacular. So, yeah, that now that may be the toughest decision you may have to make. The Christmas trees, all of them are uh, in great shape and beautiful. But, uh, and... Uh, Cyclamen, looking good, a great plant for the shade in your landscape, but you also got to decide which colors. What do you think, Jerry? You, you're traditionally the red and, and the white, and there, there's a, that whole shelf over there of mixed colors. I think I still like the, just a single color per bed. Well, I, I like white with one other color. White for the fragrance, even though some people say it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I think it has a great fragrance. And then any of the other colors, because all of them go with white. And at night, you can see the white blooming, whereas the darker colors kind of fade off into the distance. 
All right, well, that's uh, lots of great Owen oh, wreaths and garlands. and uh, Yes, we've got a good selection of live wreaths and garlands, so uh, different size wreaths. Some of them have more knickknacks on them than others. And then we have a uh, noble fir garland. Uh, do you have enough pansies out there? Uh, I do, <laughs> yeah. There goes a tree. Hi, tree. Have fun. And there's more on the way. Another uh, close to 300 flats coming in this yeah, next week. Yeah, lots and lots of pansies. Best, uh, really, I guess, I think it's fair to say it's probably the best uh, uh, winter annual for, for the sun. And they're on sale. Yes, they are. Yeah, 98 cents each in the four-inch pot. So I think the right. only thing that's uh, on sale that we haven't mentioned is the strawberries. There you go. Oh, no, we haven't. So we've got the Sweet Anne, uh, which is uh, recommended for our area, as well as their Tagged as ever-bearing, but they are really the new festival, the 2018 Texas Superstar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, if you can make a strawberry survive through the summer here, you're, you're quite a gardener. Yeah. Yeah, they just... Uh, Between the spot of mice and the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the time to put your strawberries out. So uh, you want to get them out in the fall. 65 degrees makes them cringe, and the, yeah. they just uh, think about a, or 90 degrees and be done for. But that means that they do really wonderfully if you plant them now through the winter, and then you get your harvest when, Jerry, March, May, yeah. May March, March, April, April, maybe early May. And you don't have to worry about the freeze. Definitely. So very, 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 very uh, forgiving for cold. Oh, yeah. All right, well, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Roger just helped somebody uh, get a tree to their car. Uh, now he's coming back, and they help somebody else. So um, that's a nice thing, too, we'll mention about the trees is you, you, you're not just left alone once you buy it. There's help getting it on the vehicle, making sure it's secure. Really, all you do is pay for it, and, which is great. Like next weekend, it's perfect. Come, get your tree. They put it on the car, and you just go have a good time. Roger conducted a knot-tying course this morning for Uh-oh. everybody. <laughs> K- K-N-O-T or N-O-T? K-N-O-T. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, Roger wouldn't be a not-N-O-T person. <laughs> okay. He's, he's a How did it go? Outgoing optimist. Everybody made a productive, uh, well-done knot. All right. Yeah. And you watch. We'll, uh, we'll see one or two people who have got tangled yeah. up. Or, so the Boy Scouts. Let's see. I can't think of anything to say about that, but I was going to try to be clever. I got nothing. Fire on, spike. Got nothing on the night. Oh yeah, the fire spikes too. That's a nice idea. Yeah, we've got we've got a little different situation now than we had in the last few years. This time of the year, we normally we'd be talking about firebush on the patio and penta on the patio for the uh, um, uh, migrating hummingbirds, but most of those got hit pretty hard. Yeah. And uh, blooms especially. Yeah. yeah. So you you could make a quick uh, fire spike, which is a deeper shade. You can put that in really deep shade, deeper shade even than uh, pentas. And there, that's a favorite uh, hummingbird plant too. And they bloom all winter if you keep them from freezing. Yeah, and you could just you can just drag them in. There. Yeah. For yeah. a couple, They're couple good three days. They're good yeah. Be- believe it or not. All we did is cover those. We didn't haul them in the greenhouse or really? anything. Yeah. Wow. That's lucky. And you've got oranges. We or, do. What, or, um, what, what was that? Do you remember what the tree was? 
Um, what was one of the? Was it? Uh, no, it was the. Uh, there goes another orange. Tree. The uh, lemon. Wasn't that the lemon you were talking about? Uh, well, I get them confused. One of them is lemon frost. Okay. Right. Well, I had my my granddaughters visiting uh, uh, a little one, uh, and she's found the uh, Satsuma tree. Uh oh. And then I got at least I got her semi-trained to take the ones that are the oranges. Mm-hmm. But she's yeah she's making quite a few trips out there, and, <laughs> and they uh, they're little uh, they're just an edge of tart, which I really like. They taste a little more like Changsha. But uh, they're fun to peel for a little. Oh bit. yeah, and then uh, the expectation is that they'll be sweeter. They didn't show any damage. No. Oh, and the grapefruit. Now the grapefruit showed uh, foliage damage, but didn't. Didn't hurt the fruit. fruit. I've got. Uh, I've got to check out my list of grapefruit distribution. There, so. <laughs> Because there's a lot of them. They're they're very those bloom suites are very productive. Oh yeah. But I saw in our neighborhood, there's a home and they've got three beautiful citrus. But the one, and interestingly enough, it's not the one that was on the outside. It's the one that's kind of surrounded by the other citrus, and it it's brown. Is it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. I don't know what variety it was. Well, the other two are nice. Lemons. Uh, no, my my are lemons and limes, are hit. I notice I do have a base with green regular leaves, so that's um, that's uh, hopeful. And those two, uh, the the one thing about lemons and limes, especially the lemons, is the recovery rate is so quick. Yeah. And so you would expect if you got some good leaves, uh, you'd expect that they'd refoliate. Now you gotta you don't want to jump to conclusions, though. You Jerry and I talk about you got to give them a little time to really define which which part got frozen and which part is uh, green. They don't on, do any pruning. Yeah. Then the other thing, I, I guess it's only, it's not even December yet, so we've right. got a potential for a little, for some more freezes. Yeah, I would think so, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Mill Burgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Mill Burgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, 
wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. 9.30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors and some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def collar camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. John, we can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. In perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please, clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder. You know how many dentists I have to choose from in Los Angeles? This is Dennis Prager, and the answer is, it doesn't matter. Because my dentist is Dr. Stan Shelton right here in San Antonio. That's the truth. What do I like about visiting Dr. Shelton? Everything, including talking to him about the issues of the day. I love the guy, and he's a great dentist. So let me recommend without hesitation my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. You'll find him online at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com or 210-590-7878. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Hey, you know, we're lucky in South Texas because it's the, well, let's see. What is it? Win- Did you forget why we were lucky? No, no, no. Well, I was going to say it's already winter, but it doesn't, they, it's, a, it's the end of November, December just around the corner, and you can go out and spend time outside enjoying your deck or patio and having a good time. In your short sleeve shirt. Absolutely, you could, in your short sleeve shirt. But if you go out there and that deck isn't uh, looking the way you want it to, you need to call Barry Hagendorf over Deck and Patio Care. Uh, you know what? Go to, the, go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, and you will see incredible before and after pictures uh, to let you give an idea of what your deck can look like. Remember how it looked like when you first got it? How it was beautifully stained, nice and shiny and clean? 
That's what Barry can do for you again. It can look new again, and Barry has been doing this since 1985. Uh, so how many years is that? Uh, 10, that's 30-something years of doing this. He is the expert in San Antonio. So give him a call at Deck and Patio Care, 210-822-9147, And he didn't even study math at University of Texas. Oh, 90, 9147, I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> I took an accounting class, so that kind of oh, right. helps. And uh, you can find him again, and I encourage you to do so, at deckandpatiocare.com. Brad, you want to come on up? Come on, man. We're going to give you this. We mentioned that the uh, on the sale of uh, Christmas trees, it's going to uh, benefit the Salvation Army. A portion of the proceeds go to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. We mentioned that the funnel cakes served next week during uh, both days of the open house. Uh, that $2 charge will go back to the Salvation Army. So Brad Mayar is here with us with the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. So he's going to give us an idea of kind of uh, number one, how that helps here, folks in San Antonio, and uh, then we'll talk about an event tomorrow. Uh, one tonight. Tonight, I'm sorry, yeah, that's what we got. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All righty, sir. Well, where do you want to start? Uh, where, I guess we can start uh, with the, you know, the Christmas trees, where the money goes. Right, uh, let's do that. Bits. We're here at Mill Burger, so thank you for having me today. Uh, yeah. Good to see everyone. And uh, so money that, uh, any money that uh, is donated to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio uh, goes directly to help local families in need. So, uh, you know, we're more, we tend to be more visible at Christmas time, but uh, we have programs uh, throughout the year uh, that are, you know, we just do uh, everything we can to help local families in need, whether it be our social services programs. Uh, we have an emergency family shelter. Uh, that uh, houses local families in need, and then we've got a Boys and Girls Club that we is a branch that is operated by the Salvation Army, and we also have uh, some programs for uh, senior citizens too. Yeah, and there are veterans programs. Yes, sir. It really is amazing how many people um, are served by by the Salvation mm-hmm. Army here in San Antonio, almost literally from birth to. To death. Any, just, any age, yeah. So yeah. Cr- cradle to the grave, as they say. That's, that's, the, that's a better way to put it. Yes, that's how they say yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we serve everyone, regardless of age. Yeah. Uh, at our shelter, sometimes. You guys uh, can just keep talking about that age now. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you might not be as welcome as you're thinking. I mean, I mean, we've seen ladies come into the shelter that are expecting, and then they have to leave for a couple of days and deliver, and then when they come back, we move them into one of the family oh, rooms cool. with the new baby. So, I mean, even before birth, I guess. We there you go. Sometimes. How many folks go through the shelter? Do you know uh, The shelter numbers vary because it fluctuates depending on family size. So okay. uh, we're at full capacity most nights, so full capacity can be anywhere between you know, 120 and maybe as much as 150. Uh, it just all depends because uh, we have 60 uh, single women units downstairs and then upstairs where we have the 21 uh, family units. Uh, that's where the fluctuation comes into play because, you know, there's large families, there's small families, average families, uh, you know, any size you can imagine. And, um, you know, this time of year is really critical that people uh, keep our emergency family shelter in mind because we have nights when the weather's cold, yeah. uh, they can donate blankets and uh, winter items that maybe don't fit them anymore or maybe don't fit their kids, but they're still in great shape. Uh, they can bring them down to our shelter, and we can help people that need them. And then uh, we talked about, and I think um, I'm trying to think of 
the, the great success stories uh, I've heard that um, the Dave Coy uh, is, is a cool success story. Tell them about the center and what they do. Uh, well, at our uh, Dave Coy uh, Men's Shelter, you know, that's where we uh, have, you know, gentlemen that we uh, help. Uh, it's, it's single men only at the Dave Coy Center. So, I mean, there's gentlemen that come through, and sometimes they're just down on their luck. They need, you know, just that little boost, maybe that confidence, and, you know, we can get them back into the workplace and uh, mm-hmm. thriving into society again. And that's that's the cool thing about it. The if I To make sure I understand it correctly, uh, the process is that they go through it. Uh, if they agree to do certain things mm-hmm. and kind of get trained again and all that, they get a job there so now they're they're back working and kind of that that feeling of of empowerment that comes with supporting yourself and then uh, they're learning skills to get jobs uh, Mm -hmm. beyond that yeah they they get skills to help them get jobs uh, and then uh, we're real big on self-sufficiency yeah not just in dave coy but all of our programs you know it's uh when people leave whether it be the dave coy shelter or the emergency family shelter we want to make sure that hopefully they're financially responsible to that they're putting their money away and you know it's kind of like we say about your doctor if we don't see you again it's probably a good thing you know (laughs) at least we you know we want to believe that yeah so lots of different programs. Uh, again, we mentioned uh, seniors. Um, did we mention seniors, Calvin? You did uh, several times. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, uh, we mentioned children. But I'm so old and I can't hear, oh, so I didn't it. hear at that. So. <laughs> um, yes, sir. But uh, the thing, the thing that I always remember about the Salvation Army is when there's a, a natural disaster or mm-hmm. some kind of a. Mobilization right. and you know, within that days, you guys can mobilize oh, the whole team. Absolutely, yeah. uh, that's a, a good point we didn't bring up earlier. Is uh, disaster services is a real big part of what we do. Uh, you know, when you there's some kind of disaster, whether it be a tornado here in San Antonio or maybe a hurricane that hits Florida or anywhere in the southern states for that matter, we have to be on standby because we could get orders for deployment. Uh, just recently, we had a few of our folks go serve in Florida. I think it was Michael was the name that uh, hit. You know, try to remember the names. No, of her no, names. I think Michael yeah. was the most recent one that hit Florida. And uh, so uh, we had our uh, one of our area commanders, uh, Major Carolyn uh, Webb. She she went for a two week deployment, and uh, we had Lieutenant Ben Godwin uh, was there for several days, as well as. Uh, uh, a couple of our staff and some volunteers were out there. So uh, they go where the need is. You know, yeah. that's what we feed. Our emphasis becomes feeding. You know, even though we shelter people here uh, in our shelters, uh, in times of disaster, our emphasis becomes more so on the feeding side, whether that be taking our canteen truck to serve people who are directly impacted uh, or the first responders and the volunteers or yeah. all of them. You know, we can serve hundreds of people every day. The cool thing, and I can remember the Salvation Army when uh, we've had the two floods, the two big floods in San Antonio, we would watch the news, and it wasn't more than about a couple hours into everything, and the, the film crews uh, for the news were out in front of the, Sal- in the Salvation Army mm-hmm. truck promoting that. So, yeah, uh, it was in Grassroots and boots on the ground almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry and I, uh, in gardening, rely on trained volunteers, and the Salvation Army volunteers are trained volunteers for the, all those mm-hmm. emergencies uh, that were mentioned too. So they they're ready. They 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 expect to be called on, and uh, they expect to be 
part of the important important jobs in our community. And yeah, we, we start monitoring when there's a situation, and we rely on the local officials to tell us what the needs are. You know, we we're expected, and we're we our goal is to be mobilized within 24 hours, and oftentimes less than that. Uh, you know, even last year we sent uh, a group to Sutherland Springs right. after the tragedy there. You know, our major, our area commanders, uh, Major Webbs, uh, they were there um, offering prayer and uh, spiritual support. And we also did feeding there for a few days, too, for the folks there in Sutherland Springs. Um, switching gears, mm-hmm. if people go come here, we'll mention the Christmas tree sales. A portion of uh, the sale goes back to the Salvation Army, the funnel cakes t- next weekend. But there's an angel tree right yes. in the front too, and uh, uh, talk about the angel tree program. Uh, angel tree uh, is one of it's a favorite amongst uh, not just us at the Salvation Army, but I think the community uh, embraces the angel tree because it gives everyone a chance to play a role, get involved. You know, we we have 7,500 children who uh, qualified for assistance this year um, just here locally you know 7,500 kids and uh, we want to make sure that all of those children have a gift under the tree when they wake up on Christmas morning or celebrate the day before whatever Christmas or holiday traditions their family has you know we want to make that a part of it Uh, and so these angel trees they're in the malls uh, they're at uh, Ingram Park Mall, South Park Mall, and North Star Mall, mm-hmm. and you go visit that Angel Tree and Millburgers and Millburgers and, and select Walmart locations this year. So okay. definitely come down to Millburgers and get your tree and adopt an angel. So there you that's go. Uh, you know we encourage you to come here first, and then uh, and then you know we, we got some really nice see. plants too. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and you know here you get a chance to talk to professionals that know what kind of trees can and plants that can withstand the extreme heat and these winter mm-hmm. uh, months. So, you know, definitely I uh, <laughs> recommend coming here and picking up something for your yard and taking care of your angel tree. And what's happening tonight? Uh, tonight we've got uh, Blessings on the River, and uh, that's a really uh, great event that we've done for you know, it's been going on for many years now. Uh, I've been in Salvation Army five years, and uh, we've done it each year. And uh, it's there at the Arneson River Theater, and it's free. That's the best part about it, right? People like free. And uh, But they not only do they have a great free show, it's a great evening. It's just giving thanks to God for all his blessings. And uh, we'll have our, some of our Salvation Army officers that will offer some words of encouragement and some devotion. And then we'll have some singing and dancing. We'll have a mariachi group. We'll have a folklorico group. So, you know, a lot of the tourists, when they come to the Riverwalk, they get a taste of San Antonio uh, when they're passing by on the boats or walking the river at night. And uh, it's great weather tonight. Uh, it's not too uh, cold, and, you know, it's certainly not hot. And so it's a yeah, great be time nice to day. be out there. And the and the city, is it's lit up. The river's lit up, so it's really beautiful. It gets you in the Christmas spirit. And uh, we'll have some other great performers, too. You'll have some uh, local school choir. Uh, Gillette Elementary from Gillette Elementary that's going to be performing, and then uh, Marisa Rose Mejia, a really talented 13-year-old uh, oh, cool. local singer that I think she's got a big future ahead of her. So we're come see her now before she's a mega star. And uh, but it's, just a, it's a great evening of fun and uh, just 
right there on the river and you know you really feel blessed to be part of blessings on the river is the name of it so yeah. from six to nine come out tonight artisan river theater well brad how do folks find out more about uh salvation army and what they're doing here in san yeah. antonio uh well there's two places they can go they can go to our website uh salvation army satx.org uh from there they can uh donate online to a kettle and learn about some of our activities and our programs and then they can also go to our facebook page we encourage people to like our facebook page because you can really get some up-to-date up uh, up to the minute updates of uh things we've got going on salvation army satx on facebook cool brad thanks for coming in man yeah, thanks for having me appreciate right. you gentlemen uh, thank, thank you, you all for having me we're going to take a quick break while we do you give us a call 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of millburgers gardening south texas coming up with dr jerry parsons dr calvin finch i'm milton glick and this is 9:30 a.m the answer It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Millburgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Millburgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen, even offline or in airplane mode, with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. Happy birthday! Oh, thanks, honey! Oh, boy. wonder what he got me this year. Power drill or treadmill? I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a $50 gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hun! Sign up for the birthday club at 930amtheanswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? Ah... Uh... The metallic version of the Loch Ness Monster can be seen protruding from Tom Slick Community Park Pond off of 151. The San Antonio story of Tom Slick after this. Hi, I'm Shirley Smith, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. Are you tired of high electric bills? For a limited time, Countywide is offering a free comfort evaluation. We have partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Countywide with Day and Night are ready to help you make high electric bills a thing of the past. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. License TACLA 280 
Tom Slick Jr. was the son of an oilman who made the largest oil field discovery in Oklahoma and did great things with his inherited wealth. He founded the Southwest Research Institute in 1947 and made advancements in construction as an inventor. But Tom Slick was really an adventurer, traveling the globe in search of Yeti, Bigfoot, and the Loch Ness Monster. I'm Sonny Melendrez. Dear John, I was hoping you wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times, when we were more active and ate more healthy foods, and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Brad hung around and was asking questions about things to grow uh, here in town that uh, were hard to kill. Um, One of the things I really like uh, about San Antonio is this idea of the perennial uh, and the fact that, so we had across the street, the neighbor had a, a beautiful, I mean, it was probably six, six and a half foot tall by four foot wide, bushy um, Esperanza. Yeah. And when it was in bloom, literally people would slow down yeah. to see it. And uh, now it is... It brown. Is, yes, now it is brown, but the nice thing is you know it's going to come back. It's not really dead. It's just, oh, and uh, in our neighborhood, too, The I think the red maples. You mentioned that last week, but I think they're turning color. Red oaks. Red oaks. I'm sorry. Yeah, the red oaks. <laughs> yeah. Are yours turning color in the neighborhoods? No, now mine are just dropping their leaves. Oh, I'll take a picture of it. It's yeah, beautiful. It's kind of a bro- uh, green or a brown leaf, green leaves with edges on it. No color. Oh, man, I'll take a picture and send it to you. This one's gorgeous. So uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your world. I, like I said, I saw the citrus that had been uh, sufficiently, yeah, <laughs> basically. Look, the citrus will or won't come back. Well, it depends. That's okay. what Jerry and I were talking about. If, they, if, if there's any kind of uh, leaf that protect, that uh, survive the freeze, you know, it looks green, it looks okay, then they, you, you can be pretty optimistic that it'll come back because uh, one of the reasons we like uh, Meyer lemon and even Mexican lime is that they have a quick recovery. Um, and so that uh, defoliated, uh, a Meyer lemon defoliated uh, can put leaves on, and in fact it did last year, put leaves on and set fruit at one year. The, the Mexican limes are not quite as fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it should be. It should be pretty interesting to see. Did well, your lemon and lime have any fruit on it? Oh yeah, my lemons were loaded. Lemon was loaded. Did the it. fruit freeze? No, I, well, I picked it all. Oh, before I, I picked all the yeah, I picked all the lemons before. and and the limes that I missed, 
I picked I picked some of the limes, but some of the limes were small. I just left them. They didn't freeze either. Yeah. So they should do all right. <clears throat> Kevin got a good uh, write up on uh, on what happened to us. <laughs> oh, on the freeze. Yeah. Cool temperatures, freeze, rebound, growth. And uh, they've got a that's a good picture with the article of, of frozen tomatoes. Oh yeah, with frost on them. But uh, Calvin makes a good point. Says uh, uh, many gardeners with tomatoes covered them so the fruit would be protected from the expected light freeze. Unfortunately, with the low 22, the 10 hours of freezing temperatures. It's doubtful much if any of the foliage ex- escaped damage. For uncovered plants, some of the unripe fruit may even have been frozen. But uh, I assume by that you mean that uh, the did your big did you harvest your big tomatoes or? No, I harvested them. Well, I the the ones I covered the plants I covered the the fruit was not. Ginger. Yeah, okay. so I just I just harvested a, a five-gallon bucket of the largest tomatoes to bring them in. They're starting to ripen in, in yeah. the house. Uh, but I had a separate row uh, out there that uh, did I didn't cover at all, and they they really got even the fruit, some of the fruit got frozen. So, did it really? Yeah. The uh, so yeah, what a disappointment because those those. Plants. Uh, I think a lot of gardeners were this way after that tough summer, and then they yeah. mild temperatures came, the rain came, and the t- and the tomatoes uh, really took off and set a lot of fruit. And of course, we've been harvesting the uh, BHN 968s and mm. the Ruby Crushes for about nearly four weeks. Wow! We've been talking about frozen fruit. How can you tell when a tomato's frozen? Been frozen. When it, you can't bite it? <laughs> no. That's tape frozen. It had, it had that uh, uh, kind of a translucent uh, skin on the top. They, they have a... It's uh, on the roof. They kind of lose their... The cherry tomatoes kind of lo- lose their... Uh, They're not as firm. Yeah, they they seem as yeah they seem to be uh, oh it's like peaches that right after a big rain you know where they fill up with water so yeah it it, uh, was a disappointing in terms of that freeze. Well, hold the thought for a second. We're going to talk to Larry on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Larry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Belated Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hope you had a wonderful one, Larry. I have some uh, concrete raised beds, five, six years old, that were filled with uh, some of Malcolm Beck's uh, garden soil and rose soil. And I'm fixing to augment the size of my garden with some 45-gallon plastic containers that, you know, old tree pots. Uh, right. What would be the what? Is there any difference in putting soil in concrete raised beds versus uh, plastic pots? No, but uh, the concrete raised beds a lot of times will dry out faster around the edges, 
and uh, so that, that you have to watch the water a little bit closer. Whereas in your pl plastic buckets, you know, it, of course, Malcolm's Beck uh, is uh, his his mixes are are fairly light. In other words, they drain real well. So you got to watch the them all for water. Yeah. yeah. The rose the rose soil in in the much smaller bed, the rose soil is a real light, fluffy. Uh, right. And and uh, and it does, and I and I'm I. So I, my my beds are different in the type in the, the fact that I have heavier soil in one. So in in a plastic pot, would a the lighter rose soil uh, be better? Or, or yes. Heavier soil. Okay. That's, the lighter that's soil will be better in the container. Mighty good. Okay, and then augment it with compost, and just that's what I've been doing for the last five or six years is, is augmenting yeah. it. With, uh, homemade. Where you go? What are you going to be growing in there? Um, well, probably maybe like single tomatoes, just something that's easier. Whenever I put okay. my beds in, one bed is four by fourteen, and the other one's five by twenty-two. And the five-foot bed is just too wide. Uh, it's too wide to get to the to get around. You know, if you plant tomatoes, it's too too hard to harvest stuff uh, to the inside, and so from the center. Yeah, that's correct. So I just felt like that the uh, the forty-five gallons I've got them spaced uh, four feet apart. Uh, in full sun and uh, plant, I might put cut flowers in there or uh, uh, maybe some potatoes or uh, tomatoes or, or, you know, stuff that's uh, going to, uh, that I can uh, put a cage around it and, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. Okay, uh, I have already got them placed and, and uh, from previous shows you'd instructed somebody about drilling extra holes in the bottom and not just using the existing holes in the side and I've already done that. Is for drainage, it, do, yeah. I need, do I need to put any anything else in the bottom first, like a layer of gravel or rock or no. anything? No. Used to, oh, they would recommend yeah. that, but we don't recommend that anymore. Yeah, and then uh, not anymore. Always drives me crazy when I'm trying to figure figure out uh, why the why the, that plant dries out so fast, or uh, you know, there's no soil reservoir, and then they got those big pieces of. Uh, rock in there. Rock, yeah, flagstone and things in there. Right, okay. Mighty good. Well, that answers my question, guys. Enjoy your show as always, and y'all have a wonderful weekend. Thank, Thank you for Larry. calling. You good too. luck with your Thanks. containers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Uh, I was just going to say, all it does is make a smaller pot. Oh, well, by putting the gravel and stuff at the bottom? Cool. All right, Trace. Hey, uh, let's ask you what are some questions that folks are asking when they're coming to the nursery, besides where are the great-looking trees? I see them. <laughs> We're still getting fungus questions. Really? Yeah, and then uh, tomato questions yeah. and citrus questions, lots and lots of citrus questions. Hmm. Uh, how to protect for the next freeze. Okay. The number of that, and uh, that's really about it. How do I keep my tree fresh? How do I keep my leaves and garden fresh? Very cool. Um, now, is just thinking because I saw something else on the road where they were putting down grass. Um, is this a good time to put down grass? You or? can lay grass any time of the year. Okay. In actuality, it makes it easier on the the consumer to lay it now because it requires less 
maintenance. It's not as sweaty when you're putting it out, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we, year-round we plant grass. In fact, uh, even Bermudas and Zoysias that go dormant, still a great time to plant them because the root system will still grow during the winter. And yeah, yeah, well, don't 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 buy them from the side of the road. That I was just thinking of that. Yeah, yeah it, it becomes especially important if you're going to get uh, sod that's dormant or near dormancy, that you get it from somebody that has a, re- a good reputation that'll back up, uh, because uh, you're just relying on you know. You can't hardly tell by looking at it. Between uh, dormant and dead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> dormant and dead. Um, but there have been quite a few questions like that. But you want to make sure, too, that you do all the soil prep and the rolling. It's all, all, all the things that are critical during the summer are just as critical during the winter. It just requires less, uh, less effort, uh, watering, and, and uh, maintenance. Cool. Um, let's see. Well, oh, yeah. do y'all have a good supply yeah. of grass? Ah, uh, well, they got a little bit of rain. So the only thing we got in oh, today was Raleigh, St. Augustine. Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Mark is on the line. Hey there, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today, Mark? Doing good. How are y'all? Fine, thank you. What's going on? Um, I want to, I want to know if it's a good time right now to trim an oak tree. Great time. Right. Uh, Not bad. Be- best times are when it's either really hot or really cold. But, man, man, but uh, if you have somebody do it, uh, make sure you paint the wounds. What? If, and if you do it, paint the wounds, too. Cover the wounds? Paint, you know, paint. Are you familiar oh, with the, paint. the threat of oak wilt? It's a... It's a disease that's easy to prevent, but once it gets in a, in your oak trees, it's very hard to to get rid of. So every time we, every time you make a cut, then you want to you want to paint it with uh, pruning paint or latex paint. Anything works, and it's just quick. I think you'll find every every licensed ar- arborist in this area pretty much mm-hmm. does does that even and even during the period that's that right. it's safe to it's just easy, safe to it's just easier the oh, liability okay. is such a problem that it's just easier to do it right when you cut automatic um, whatever all the cps teams do it and uh, okay is, uh, some of our some of our cities including san antonio have it. it's the law is that right ordinance yeah well it, yeah yeah I was thinking that sometimes it's certain times of year. Sometimes they don't don't they ask that you're not pruned during certain times of the year. Oh, huh. Is that helpful, Mark? Yes, it is. Pray Good deal. And go to town. Go to Mark if you want a little more information on uh, that oak wilt. Just go to uh, either theplantanswers.com. Look at one one of the many articles Jerry's got there on it, or or go to the Texas Forest Service oak wilt. Website. They really got a good yeah. website. Yeah, and it'll just get just alert you uh, how to de- how to prevent that uh, disease. Well, is it normally during the spring or whatever when you trim that that oak wilt is more prevalent, or that the? Yeah, it's normally it's normally when the temperatures are real mild. So that's why okay. Trace says is when it's really hot or really cold is the best time to prune. But the safest okay. thing to do is to make sure you paint. Because yeah, because right. this is pretty. Yeah, this is pretty nice. It's mild today. Yeah, and it won't be mild okay. on 
Tuesday. I won't? No. Okay. Um, cool. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thank you. You bet. Thank, thank you for calling. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and another Christmas tree rolled by, finding a home. So uh, we're having a Christmas tree adoption day. I like that. <laughs> so what else is going on, Trace? Uh, just uh, getting ready for next weekend. It's going to be yeah. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to cooperate, and uh, I encourage everybody to come out and enjoy the festivities. And those festivities on Saturday include uh, Santa, who will be here, rides on the, through the uh, tree forest, if you will, on the Little Red Choo Choo, uh, Sweet Adeline's, face painting, roasted corn, funnel cakes. That's going to be good. Uh, they're $2 each, and the proceeds benefit the Salvation Army. And then the Cowboy Christmas on Sunday, December 2nd. Santa will still be here. There will be hot chili uh, prepared by Nature's Creation. That's always very popular. They have a great recipe. And that's from 11 o'clock till the pot runs out. Yeah, bit. that's good stuff. Yeah. Now, is it still the, the recipe that we've used all these years, or do they have their own? Uh, he, he's getting it from the same place. It's cool. custom made for okay. our event. Oh, wow. Oh, is that right? It is. Roasted corn. The balloon artists will be I, here. I do disagree with the no beans. but uh, Oh, are you a bean person? I'm a bean person. That's them's, them's fighting words for Me some too. folks. Okay. Hey, and, and then the Texas Weather Band will be paying, uh, playing uh, great music, uh, Country, Western, Classic Country, and Americana. So go to MillbergerNursery.com for more information on that. Can I, uh, we've had a, one of our listeners uh, was uh, has heard us talk about uh, honey and, and bees, and knows Jerry has some experience with bees. He was involved in a project where they, uh, the bees made a pro- kinnick, kinnick honey, they called it, and he was just remembering from past years and he was trying to figure out what in the world it was because they um, he was part of a team that moved honey uh, moved hives around and this this kinnick kinnick seemed to be a plant that had a lot of blooms and they put the the bees there uh, but they they couldn't distribute it they they, couldn't eat the honey couldn't eat the honey so they just fed the honey back to the bees and uh, I looked at the uh, internet, and it was kind of confusing. There were a lot of variations on that name, but uh, we were wondering if anybody in the audience had any knowledge of the Kinnick Kinnick hockey uh, honey and what that uh, process that they that he was talking about. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So um, maybe uh, if Pedes is uh, listening, or if you're part of it's Alamo Beekeepers. Right. Um, yeah, yeah you just call us and get 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867, the number to call to uh, help us out and be a part of the show. We're going to take a break in just a second. I want to remind you that we're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. When we come back, we're going to hope to talk to Bill Sweelan of uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, find out what's happening in the world of birding, and they'll help us out with uh, even some gift ideas as well. So that's coming up in just a second. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live.
live. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Calvin is helping someone off the air who didn't want to uh, be on the air. But we've got Bill Sveelan on the line from Wild Birds Unlimited. All right. So I was telling, uh, kind of mentioned that, Bill. So uh, Calvin's been picking on you. Bill, you there? Yeah, what's up with that? Well, first thing I want to know is why Milton can't be a doctor. I don't understand. <laughs> Can I get an honorary doctor? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to work on that, Bill. Thank you. You know, small business Saturday, and we're ready. we got a great yeah. day. You can save 20% on everything in our store. Purple uh, Martin houses, Tilly hats, oilproof bird feeders. Holiday decorations, bird seed that squirrels won't eat, and we can solve all their bird feeding problems. And we don't have a lot of birds right now, but they'll all be back. Yeah, they. You know, one of the things I was mentioning last week, Bill. Of course, we're talking to Bill's feeling of Wild Birds Unlimited on uh, Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and um, the. Um, cool thing was when we visited last week or a couple weeks ago I walked out with a couple that you were helping and it was clear that one they they come there all the time and two you know you mentioned you help with birding uh, you know help people solve the problems that keep them from having the experience that they want and they clearly talked about that they uh, they enjoy talking to you they enjoy talking to Rose they just enjoy the experience and they keep coming back because you help them with real advice well Milton, you know uh, coming in the store should be enjoyable and fun and enlightening and we take pleasure in doing all of that and provide good customer service but there's just not a bird feeding problem that we can't solve and we take great pride in helping people out yeah and it shows uh, if you talk to folks that visit with bill uh that are into birding and uh um yeah they know them they know of wild birds unlimited and they respect the advice they get um, and so, yeah, you mentioned all the things, uh, lots of stuff for, for birding and bringing nature to the yard. You mentioned uh, the hats and stuff. But you've got some uh, home decorations, too, over there, right? All kinds of neat stuff that way. Holiday decorations, yard decorations. Uh, we're really, you can buy a lot of your holiday gifts here and not have to fight crowds and not have to fight for parking places. And so uh, we, we try to make it enjoyable for people. And right now you can save, too, right? You can save 20%. Exactly. And yep. if you're thinking about a Martin house, you should yeah. think now because now's the time you need to think about getting one. All right, we got Calvin, Bill. I apologize in advance. He's, he's, he's uh, able to focus <laughs> on. So. I just, uh, it just amazes me that, Bill, that uh, oh, no. you're still going so strong, you know, on that. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it's been 22 years, Calvin. <laughs> is that right? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's for us, yeah, on this show. Um, well, did, hey, did, Bill give a, did Bill say that the uh, bird feeding is going strong again now with that cold weather well, we had? Hey, we're, we're waiting for it to get stronger. You know, some people, uh, you know, I always question them, and they've got a lot of birds right now coming to their feeders. A lot of us, however, haven't enjoyed the birds because uh, with Mother Nature providing all this rain for us, uh, 
And uh, you notice I didn't say climate change. Um, so are you? You are the one that wished for that freeze, that record-making uh, freeze. I, I, yeah, a freeze, uh, a dry spell, all those things. The birds are going to come into the yard when they need to, and they need to come in for food and water when there's no natural product out there. And right now, we've just got a lot of natural product. But, but we'll be getting American goldfinches down here from the north soon because they're getting some cold weather. And our lesser goldfinches will all be back eating thistle or niger seed uh, very soon. I had four or five on my feeder this morning, so I think we'll be getting some soon. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you've got that cool feeder out in front of the place that gets uh, filled with the uh, they, goldfinches. They also offer programs quite often. Oh, there. cool. Yeah. I went to buy some seed there one time, and they had uh, just a little while ago, and they were talking about... Uh, Martin houses, uh-huh. getting ready for the spring with uh, purple martin houses. Uh, what a what a wonderful gift that would be. Have you got your martin house down yet? Oh yeah, all mine are down. Yeah. What about the sparrows? They're still here. Yeah, well, I've 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 got to wor- work on my sensitivity <laughs> for sparrows. <laughs> yes. I don't have any for English I thought, sparrows. I thought Calvin loved all birds, and he's taking out the martin house. And they're finches too. The finches will go in the Martin house? No, the spa- English sparrows. Oh, the finches. The sparrows are finches? Oh, wow. <laughs> Talking to Bill Spielen of Wild Birds Unlimited over on Hebner and Northwest Military. Go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm saying uh, that, that uh, sparrows are imported birds, so they're not near the protection that all of our birds have. Oh, okay. Okay. The uh, Well, Bill, let's do this. Uh, I, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but how about a... A tip. You mentioned that the uh, the, the goldfinches were going to be here very soon. Maybe uh, give us some advice on how to set it up so uh, we get the most out of that. I would use fresh seed that hasn't been in the garage all summer long and make sure your feeder's clean. And come in, we'll give you a free yellow ribbon to put on top of your feeder, and that seems to bring them down when they're flying around. They think it's another goldfinch. And you should cool. be Huh. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, I've heard that before. It is kind of cool. And uh, I've heard people talk about, uh, you know, well, you don't really have to do it, but it works. It's like, well, if it works, then why don't you do it? So good advice, Bill. Thank you so much. Hey, we were, hey Bill, we were still seeing some uh, migrating hummingbirds in our neighborhood. Uh, are you getting those kind of reports from everybody, or has it been pretty sparse? Uh, they all think there's some that stayed, and I think they're visitors from Alaska and northern states that flew in here and decided this is pretty nice. They'll, they'll spend the winter here, then they'll go back north about the time ours start arriving from the south. Okay, so now no, nobody's reporting uh, the rufus that, uh, yeah, we, we, hadn't, we haven't been able to identify any rufus hummingbirds yet that quite often will stay over the winter, but so far none yeah. this year. Hey, is it Calvin's always talking big on the suet feeders and stuff? Is it suet feeder time? Yeah, it is. Hey, and Bill's got a, a neat thing over there. You know, of course he's he's a, he's into squirrels. He's got about 15 different ways to to feed the squirrels and also keep them segregated from the other birds. But one of the ne- neatest things is, is those, all those pepper um, pepper seed cover and suet too. Oh, suet. Yeah. Well, now we and, have. And, 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 Say, oh, go ahead, Bill. 
squirrels have taste buds and birds don't. And hot pepper seed and safflower seed keeps the squirrels out. And now we have a loose hot pepper seed that uh, uh, you can put in a bird feeder and also keep out squirrels and raccoons. Are you sure that works for Texas squirrels? <laughs> what is it? Uh, hot hot seed. No, you think Texas squirrels like their, their yeah. seed a little, yeah. a little spicy? Con you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, Bill, thanks so much. They'll, they'll let you know that there's hot pepper seed in there. Uh, <laughs> what, did, what, what, what did Bill say about uh, Christmas presents? You got oh, lots of ideas. Did they including gift certificates? And no, we didn't talk about gift certificates, but that would be a good idea for someone. Let them come and choose what they want to. Yeah. And then, Bill, you got a, kind of a special club at your store, too, don't you, for folks? You get a discount savings club. People that feed a lot of birds, you get 15% off on your seed every day that you come in. And you get a lot of other special little favors, too. So it's a nice club to belong to. It might and, be something uh, that could be part of a gift certificate. Yeah, yeah. It could be part of a gift certificate. It sure could. Yeah. If you know somebody that feeds a lot of birds. So, Very cool. Uh, well, tell them how to get to your place, Bill. Well, we're at 14602 Hebner, kind of the intersection of Hebner and Northwest Military. And we're in here, uh, kind of an L-shaped strip center called Almost Creek. And we're by a large Planet Fitness is right around uh -huh. the corner. So come on by. Yeah, go visit Bill He's today. He's got several locations, honey. There are different locations around town, yeah. But Bill's is right there on Hebner and uh, yeah. Northwest Military. Thanks, Bill. Okay, y'all have a good, great day. Yeah, we'll Bye, talk, talk to you next week. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. You mentioned the uh, gift certificate, and every year I regret that we don't uh, mention that enough. That's a great idea for Millburgers, too, is getting a gift certificate because you uh, maybe you want to get something when the trees come in in February or late January uh, for someone or you know they want one. Well, a gift certificate is a perfect idea. And there's so much they can get and enjoy uh, that you don't really have to uh, think about it. It's kind of different from a regular gift certificate to say Walmart or something because uh, gardeners, you know if they're a gardener, you know they're going to come over here and find exactly what they want. Uh, well, and you, yeah, half the fun is coming to yeah, Millburgers and true. looking and seeing what they've what they've got, even if it's you know, even if it's gardening tools and things like that that we don't we don't talk about a lot. But there's a great great selection here, and then of course the seasonal plants, like just like you mentioned, Milton. Now, of course they can take advantage of the fruit trees and things that normally we'd wait till spring that are already here at the right. Uh, yeah, actually, this that's is a great time to plant them. But uh, that's one of the good things about the. The uh, gift certificate versus just buying people plants, uh, you know, if they've got this big landscape plan in mind, uh, half, of, half of the issue there is uh, the timing when you're going to plant and then the pick and choose what plants are going to go in, into the plan. So you can contribute to that success of the person you're giving the gift to by giving them a gift certificate and kind of letting them figure out exactly what it is that would be best for their landscape. And they'll remember, too. Oh, yeah. It's uh, much, they'll, it'll be a good memory that, you know, they were ready for it. They picked the plant that came and picked it up versus they 
got it and uh, or saw it every day for three weeks and said they should be planted. Yeah. And, and, uh, Very cool. So that's uh, and Millburgers can uh, mail them. So if you have someone in town and you want the gift certificate mailed to them, they'll take care of that too. So a nice little uh, presentation. You just call two one zero four nine seven. 3760 2104973760 and they'll take care of it all. All righty. 2103088867 is our number. 2103088867. What else is going on? One thing I wanted to mention uh, I was uh, sitting in the car watching the, there's ladies out here that water these containers constantly. So if you have plants growing in containers that that, uh, that you know the outside plant, even though they've been defoliated, they need to be watered probably every other day, depending on the the mix that they're in. Yeah, and that's what I mentioned in that article too. Did I, you mention that in that article? I think we have a tendency to for, forget. We forget in the winter time. Yeah, we think they don't don't have yeah. leaves, so they don't need water. Yeah, and then especially after a freeze, when we're kind of uh, down in the dumps about it, but. Uh, the, you know, a lot of those plants, just like those Mexican limes and Meyer lemons that we yeah, talked about, yeah. they're going to they're going to recover if you keep that reservoir moist. They have to be kept yeah. moist. And I, I would look at that lady was out there watering some containers, from fairly large size containers that had no leaves, but she was watering every every container. So and that's important to remember. Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. Our Evelyn? Our Evelyn, I believe. Our Evelyn? Evelyn? Oh, she just, you, you're, she's going to come here and hit you. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Hi there, Evelyn. That was Calvin that said that. It wasn't me. Okay. Yes, I haven't heard going? anything about onion plants. Yeah, that's... No, they're not. It's a little early for them yet. Well, yeah, last year was seemed like... I, they were see, out I, early last yeah. year, it seemed like. Yeah, and I, I think we, I, I'm always more comfortable planting them like uh, end of December or 1st of January. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at my uh, nematode area, and I was targeting with uh, onions in right. that area. Right, Because they, they are not affected by nematodes. So... Yeah, it, should, it shouldn't be long, a month like, at the most. Okay. Well, I think last year they had them out like the end of October. I remember that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it was <laughs> kind of kind of blew my mind. <laughs> I, I fussed at the onion people a little bit. He did. He did pretty well, though, for uh, for 30 years telling everybody <laughs> don't plant them until January. And then he, <laughs> and Milberg's had about eight different wonderful varieties that look so good, too. Well, and they actually did all, all right. We had kind of set them back. Yeah, probably so. That's they, they grow. They're growing around Carrizo Springs. Uh-huh. And so, like I said, the old timers would never plant onions uh, before uh, December or January. I remember when plant- the ten fifteen Ys came in, they didn't plant those out till in January. Right, right. Exactly. Now every year right. seems like they earlier and earlier. Yeah, and they they forget that uh, about Bolton, and I think the newer variety of flowering, I think the newer varieties are not as as quick to bolt or flower 
as the overrides. No, I didn't. You yeah. planted some early ones. I did. Yeah, did I did. Do okay. Well, I, I didn't have any trouble. Problem last year. Well. Okay. But I didn't get any size on mine. Did you, Evelyn? Not I, really. My, yeah, like I didn't. I that. didn't have bolting, but they all look like they, sh they were sh should be used for green onion. You know, only about tennis ball size. Well, so it wasn't the best. My best yield, here. But I still have some though. <laughs> oh, you, you mean the still only, storage, huh? Ah, cool. Yeah. I've how do you how do you store them, Evelyn? That's a I question. I put about uh, four or five of them in a bunch and tie them with a string and hang them under the eaves of my greenhouse. There you go. They cool. stay cool there, and they keep. That's a good idea. That, yeah. Then what, what, which one did you have? Do you remember? Well, ten, fifteen Y, and then the oh, red my onion. Usually, the, yeah, the red onion should store longer than the ten, fifteen Y. Uh, just the opposite. This opposite? The red onion didn't store long. No, they're the ones that uh, I had a few to rot. Oh, my goodness. But uh, the 1015Ys are still good. That's great. That's great. Those, those Aggies have done it again. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, good for you, Evelyn. <laughs> okay, I'll be looking for them later on. Did you have a big Thanksgiving, Evelyn? Yes, we did. Uh, we went to, well, I did. I went to my son-in-law's uh, sister's house, and they had all kinds of turkey there and lots of Did food. they have any pecan pie? Yes, they did. All my right. Daughter, my daughter baked the pecan pie. Uh, you can't beat pecan pie for Thanksgiving. That's right. Well, it surprised, surprised me a little bit. We had pecan pie, but there was about six or seven different other kinds of uh, desserts. Well, that, and, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, they had all kinds yeah. of different pies but in there. That so did me. That meant that I got access to the pecan pie. Oh, okay. And Judy was... <laughs> Judy, my wife was noticing it. She says, "I didn't know you liked that pecan pie so much." Because, you know, there there was everything else you could think of—all these desserts, cakes, and all that stuff. Too many. Well, Mel Melton, did you make your upside-down no, apple yet. pecan pie? Not yet. Jerry, I'm not sure pecan pie is the best thing for diabetics to eat. Oh no, no, it's not. I can almost. Or maybe my imagination, but I, you know, just a little slice, I can almost feel it. <laughs> the, the sugar levels going way up. <laughs> well, thank you, Evelyn. Uh huh. Keep up the good You have a happy, happy and, Thanksgiving. And, and remember, Evelyn, <laughs> the horse herb will come back. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Evelyn hears that differently than you say it. <laughs> Yours sounds like a threat to her. It will come back. You're, thanks, it's Evelyn. Back. Okay. <laughs> you take care. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break, and while we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Are you watching that squirrel? I mean, yeah. He's hiding all his... I mean, he loves these new plantings. Oh, here. I didn't notice he was doing that. All right, back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Forty Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh-cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Mill Burgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Mill Burgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Nobody likes buying tires unless you get a great deal. And that's the only way we roll with the marketplace. At 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Attention, off-road truck and Jeep owners. Pick out your 35 or 37 inch BF Goodrich AM3 mid-terrain tires plus Bikini Off-Road on Eckert will sweeten the offer with four new KCM wheels. The new XD137 FMJ. Total retail price up to $2,900. Your marketplace price only $1,840. See this offer and more on the marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world, with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book on the mountain of the lord available now at amazon barnes and noble and wherever books are sold And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on in your gardening world? Why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 
8867. Lots of folks getting Christmas trees, and uh, we're seeing, I think, about every five minutes, uh, one roll past us here. Uh, beautiful trees, and uh, we encourage you to come visit with us. Uh, if you can't come this weekend, uh, come next weekend and be a part of the big open house. The traditional celebration is next Saturday. Well, if Saturday. they come next weekend, we'll have to share the, uh, share the chili and the fountain, uh, fountain cake. They're going to be plenty for everybody. Yeah, I think so, too. We'll be okay. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah we'll be okay. okay. Don't I'm, panic. I'm counting on you, Mel. All right. <laughs> so Sunday, by the way, is the chili. Funnel cakes on both days. Oh, funnel cakes. Uh-huh. Uh, proceeds from that benefit the Salvation Army. Uh, the balloon artist is going to be on Sunday. And the roasted corn is both days? Roasted corn is both days. You'll be okay. Hot <laughs> chocolate, the wassail, their famous wassail with wassail recipe. Uh, you can get here at Mill Burgers. Uh, face painting on Saturday. Sweet Adeline's uh, providing music on Saturday. And... Um, then uh, the Texas Weather Band providing music on Sunday. And Santa will be here for pictures. Uh, he takes a break every year. Come over here to Mill Burgers and, you know, the real Santa. And they've already got the stage set up, I yep. think. So, oh, cool. For the pictures? Yeah. Oh, I got see it right there. Yeah. There. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be cool. That's another thing to mention if you are still getting ready to take your Christmas uh, pictures and stuff. Especially with uh, Thanksgiving being in this early, you probably have time. So you could come get them taken your picture with your family here at Millburgers. There's a pretty display that's specifically designed for pictures. So, all right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir? You've got a couple options there, too. You could could uh, rig up a setting in the uh, Cycleman. Gosh, oh, that'd be kind of cool. What a, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen people... Um, you know, the kids and uh, family standing behind somebody taking a picture in that color. Of course, you might, the uh, color so spectacular, it might uh, make you not <laughs> notice the kids as much. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they are. They're unbelievable. Are they on sale, Milton? Yeah, they are. 488. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you like the, uh, I, I guess. Like, I like the purple. Not, I like that. Not sure what that dark red color is. I mean, that may be the the purple. And then that lilac is that kind of pinkish. Uh, then there's that another version of pink that uh, there too, a regular pink, and then of course the red and the white. Wow! So it's really yeah. if you got a number of beds in shade, you could have different colors in every one, or you can have the Two colors, the white plus whatever color you find a, your favorite. The city does a nice job. I don't know. I haven't been downtown, but in past years, they all up and down Houston, and the, and the planters that are along, they use cyclamen, and they do a, it's a nice combination, and they're, they're really pretty. Judy, my wife, used these. I uh, used cyclamen for the centerpieces for our Thanksgiving, and then we had Oh, a, that's a good idea. Yeah, we had the Thanksgiving dinner with the... Uh, set of guests, and then, then I uh, a new set of guests came yesterday for a, a birthday some from a friend, for a friend, and uh, yeah, they were they make nice centerpieces. Mm-hmm. We keep we almost sometimes forget that they started the out plants. in the house plant. Yeah, <laughs> hard to beat house plant. Very nice, very nice, and they put them in front of a, a window that's just bright light or. A, uh, Eastern exposure, and they'll just 
Grow and grow and keep on going. And bloom and bloom and bloom. Calvin said in his article that he thinks Xenia se uh, season is over. Finally. <laughs> I hate it. I it's just a traumatic oh. part of time for me when the Xenia's. Yeah, that, that was, you know, we were de debating. We had a few listeners debating whether Xenia season hadn't been over earlier. And, and, my, and I was holding out. I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe they could make it to Christmas. But, of course, the freeze. Well, most years they can. And the freeze really uh, took them, uh, reminded us that they were a hot weather annual. What did you have planted between them? Didn't you have something planted between them? No, I didn't. I, but what I did is they were, they were starting to decline quicker because of the, the weather, the, the mildew was. Right, right. And so I started planting uh, stocks. There you uh, go. And uh, uh, snapdragons at one end of the cut, cut flower garden. And they just was going to move them up. And then uh, now my last, uh, I had planted five flats of rockets and snapdragons for the the, la the por last portion of the cutting flower garden. Did they freeze? No, not the, the snap snaps. Didn't no, the freeze? snaps didn't freeze. The stalks in some beds got a little uh, burn, burnt. And then other beds, you know, the strangest thing, the lower beds did stalks. We're starting to bloom now, and the uh, upper beds, they got a little burnt, which is That's just kind of backwards. Yeah, right? usually backwards. Yeah, they may have been more, maybe they were uh, growing at a greater rate up at the top and uh, maybe a so. little more susceptible, didn't harden off as much as the ones in south. We had two beds of vinca out at um, uh, my son-in-law's place. And one next to the kind of next to the house, and one down the hill, and the one down the hill killed every one of them, Vinka. Mm. And the one up there and next to the house just took the tops. Yeah, just took the tops, and the, and the greenery is still there. I I put some of the impatience in the greenhouse. Didn't turn the heat on or anything. <laughs> and they all got. They, it looks like they still got a little. Just like the limes do, a, a live area at the base, but the tops are just with the, you know, that 10 hours of cold. It just reminds you that all bets are off if you get a long period yeah, of cold. Yeah, usually it's just an hour or less yeah. so, of extreme cold. But if, if you're kind of faced with that, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of gardeners are, uh, it's a good time to come and look at Millburgers and uh, Look at the pansies and the snapdragons and the stock, or or just walk towards the nursery and smell the beautiful stock. The uh, fragrance is so wonderful. Oh, and that reminds me, I got to get some uh, sweet pea seeds. Too. Ooh, yeah, it's time to plant time those. Plant, plant the sweet sweet peas. Can you do sweet peas in a container? Um, you you can if they're uh, especially if it's a big enough container and you've got some trellis against the back. It works it works pretty well with a big uh, plastic container with a, a trellis. And Milberg has got a lot of trellises here. Yeah. Uh, right at the back. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I got my amaryllis bulb. And it's, Did you? It's in dirt, and it's in a little container on the dirt soil. Yeah. Soil, sorry. Uh, on the thing. Soilless media. Yes. And it's not doing anything yet. 
It's just sitting uh, there. Yeah, just sitting there waiting for action. To how, so how many days has it been? A week. Okay. I got it last Sunday. So let's keep, yeah, let's just keep track how long it takes. Okay, cool. It may have, the, the little leaf in the center may have grown a smidge, mm-hmm. but I don't think so. Should I, do I keep watering it? Now, there's no drainage. Move to. Yeah, that worries me. Yeah, it should. <laughs> okay, well, so. Well, a lot of t- they, they stand in water. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we're talking about uh, yeah, amaryllis, forest yeah. bulb. Yeah. yeah. So should I just kind of moisten the soil and rather than water it? or? Well, Jerry's right, though. I guess you don't have to be as sensitive about that as okay. I was thinking of a, a root crop that's relying on its roots. Yeah, it's a bowl. It's kind of a decorative bowl that'll look yeah. nice when it blooms. So. You got it by a window? Or? No, right now it's just in the... In the living room. Yeah, I can. We can move it to a window. We just put it there because thought it'd be nice. Yeah, when the when the leaves start coming out, move it to a window. Excuse me. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. I just <laughs> I just sneeze. Cool. We'll we'll do that. Move right. it to a window so so it can photosynthesize, Milton. Okay. Oh, and that's that's good. Okay. Grow, grow. I'm talking well, no, about I, grow. Well, that's the energy process, isn't right, it? The photosynthesis. Right. right. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. Melinda is on the line. Melinda, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? I have a wisteria vine that was planted when this house was built in 1970. It has been beautiful over many years. It has been neglected. And so it hasn't bloomed for at least four years, and it's been dropping leaves a lot for at least four years. I know that there are some parts of it that are dead. What can I do at this point? I only occasionally see one wood ant. I don't think it's infested, but maybe it is. Well, that shouldn't be a... Now, they're deciduous. It should drop its leaves every year. Yes, it will. it's dropping its leaves now, but yeah. it drops lots of leaves all through the summer. I mean, every day I need to sweep uh-huh. Is it, are the roots in the soil, or are they in a container, yes. or what are they in? In container? the soil. Oh, in soil. the soil? Yeah. Because I, I thought you were going to say since 1970 that it was pulling the roof off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever pruned it back? It was pruned all the way back to about four feet when I bought the house, because I thought I didn't want it, and then I changed my mind, so it came back out after that. I'm going to have it pruned as soon as the leaves are dropped. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, this is the time to have it pruned. Did, uh, okay. And it's bloomed since that, that four foot. I mean, it's oh, yes. bloomed since you, you turned oh, it. Oh, yes, it beautifully. Uh-huh. Now, how the... How about the trees over the top of it? Are they... Uh-uh. Is it, has it gotten more shady? Uh, I'm sure it has, but not terribly. Although on the east, I guess it is more shady, more and more shady. But it's not directly by it. There's an oak tree. Yeah, because they, they, they'll be sensitive to the the amount of, of sunlight for the bloom. Okay. It should still get plenty of afternoon and evening sun. Afternoon, anyway. Now, I had luck one time in the, at my uh, peach orchard in East Texas, the one that wasn't blooming, and I did, I did a root prune. Mm-hmm. 
I just, I just cut cut the roots uh, with, with just a shovel all around, you know, uh-huh. about, about a six-foot diameter, and that stressed it enough that it kicked it into a bloom. Mm. Okay. They do. They, uh, they there's another trick, and there may be in Plant Answers. I'm sure there's an article on there where you just where you take and groove groove the uh, trunk a little bit, a, a spi- open spiral, which stresses it. Is it is it got lots of st- stems? Yes. Or just one main stem? It has lots of lots on the trunk and lots of yeah stems. Um. I I don't think it hurt it a bit if you did if you figure out some way just to stre- stress it a little bit, like that. Okay. Uh, cut some of those roots, or mm-hmm. uh, I I don't I don't know. What do you think, Jerry? I don't I don't know that pruning would, the top would help. Do you think so? A lot of <clears throat> what uh, what I'm going what's going through my mind is a lot of times when you prune them back severely, uh, they'll grow they'll bloom they'll go through the bloom. In other words, they'll Put out so much vegetation that they they won't bloom. Uh-huh. They go th- mm-hmm. the, the the shoots go through the bloom. Yeah. So, uh, but but you need to prune them back periodically. Yeah, so it doesn't okay. take off your ro- the roof off your house. Yeah. What you can yeah. do is is uh, selectively prune them. In other words, go through and take all the dead wood out and uh, maybe some rubbing stems or. Or something like uh-huh. that, and okay. uh, rather rather than just cutting the whole thing back to okay. a few feet, you know, you haven't been fertilizing it, have you? Not just other than what it gets from the grass that's nearby. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, enough. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't fertilize it. Okay. It'll take over the neighborhood. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Kind of do that uh, pruning Jerry talked about, and then uh, see if kind of look at it, figure out a way where it's convenient, not too much work to, to to trim some of those, chop some of those roots, just dig into uh-huh. that area, just to stress it a little bit, and see if you can't kick it into the bloom. But okay. and look close, look close at your shade situation. You know, if it's gotten okay. after all these years, if it's gotten real shady, it's not going to matter what you've done. Okay. What color what is about, it? Pink? No, it's purple. It's purple. Okay. Uh-huh. Where the All right. Where right. The Let us come? know. Let us know if it okay. looms. All right. Okay. Thanks, Belinda. You Thanks. take care. Thanks for Thank calling. You. All right. Uh-huh. I'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Bull Road. And we'll be back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh-cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, 
Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree, fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Millburgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Millburgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weather decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. It's called Black Friday, and this year it seems to have started around the first of the month. Black Friday is the shopping day, of course, that puts merchants in the black for the year, or so they hope. Do we really need more stuff? I recently moved, and it's taking me weeks to get rid of stuff I don't need or no longer want. It seemed right to buy it at the time, but I'm discarding things or giving them to a charity like the Salvation Army for resale. There's nothing wrong with getting a child a toy or an adult a tie or a book. But think about the future when such things will be discarded, out of fashion, and ready to be thrown away. What about investing in someone's future? Maybe help with college or send some money to someone in a poor country who needs a goat or a sewing machine to pull themselves out of poverty. World Vision provides such a program, and so do some others. I've contributed to it in the past, and it's very satisfying to know that such a gift is truly one that keeps on giving. On this Black Friday and leading up to Christmas... Maybe you should consider doing the same. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money weekends are all for you on 9 30 a.m the answer so alexa is making everyone's life easier now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station and of course that's 9 30 a.m the answer we've got the answers you need every day through alexa or at 9 30 a.m the answer
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. There goes another tree to uh, someone who's got here at the nursery. Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, Sharon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I'm very blessed. Yes, thank you. What's going on? I've been out pulling up my dead tomatoes. And I noticed that a lot of them have got uh, nematodes under the roots. Uh Uh-oh. So, now these are in garden boxes type. So does that mean that soil is not too good for planting again? Well, it's not too good for planting uh, tomatoes. uh, Unless they're they're resistant varieties. Yeah, you can use... uh, Next year, use uh, Celebrity or uh, a Valley Cat or a Tycoon. Or BHN 968. BHN 968. So those four. So look what, for ones who are... Uh, nematode resistant. Nematode resistant. Okay. Now, you okay. say they're in in, uh, in small containers? I mean... Uh, yeah, they're in a... Oh, what do you call um uh, flower boxes uh, okay the water from the bottom yeah yeah okay that's strange but you have a mix in there don't you yeah potting mix how long has that potting mix been in there uh several years uh-huh did it did it come with did some regular soil or did you get some soil uh, from that? I don't remember. Uh-huh. I could have gotten some of it at, uh, like, it, uh, you know, in a bag, or I may have got it bulk. I'm not sure yeah. Yeah. when I got it. I mean, it's been in there yeah. several years. I just keep feeding it. Yeah, well, you can, you've always got the option of, uh, of uh, replacing have, that. Yeah, you might want to have a schedule to gradually replace it. The problem is, don't put it any place. Uh, well, you put it around your shrubs and things. Well, in the yard, right? In the yard, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be fine. Okay. Well, I have a It'll... place I can put it. So. Good. Uh, yeah, because I think for I, I didn't realize it, so I couldn't even mark the one. Now I don't know which ones they come out of. Oh uh, no. Yeah. Well, I I know some of the. Two of them, the last two I pulled up were newer, or last year's new soil. So I know they'll be okay. Okay. They didn't have nematodes. Okay, but, uh, good. Now, yeah, another uh, thing, uh, we get, Jerry and I were talking about the fact that the onions can grow in that uh, nematode soil, too. So oh, yeah. I don't know if you, yeah. Sweet corn, yeah. but that looked I funny in your flower box. <laughs> But wasn't gonna plant them in that boxes. <laughs> but I may. So. Okay, right. well I'll, I'll kind of check it out as I go and and replace some of that soil, I guess. If you if you can't remember which box they came out of, uh huh. And you and you want a want a quick uh, analysis of the of the boxes. Plant you some uh, turnips or car- uh, carrots or. Some of the root crops that that grow here in the winter, uh-huh. in 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 those boxes from seed, and okay. uh, 
and then the, the, the ones that have heavy nematode infestation will have those nematodes on the roots of those radishes or turnips or, or carrots or whatever okay. you grow. Well, I like to plant carrots, so that would be a good thing. I might just okay. throw out a bunch of carrot seed. There you go. In each each bed and see which ones have nematodes. All right, that's a real good idea. Okay. Uh, what what carrot do can, you use? Uh, usually those. Uh, Nantes. Uh, what are they called? Denver shorts or something. Okay, little, that's right. Danvers. Danvers. D a n v r s. Okay. Uh, there's something short. Uh, yeah. Half. Yeah. That's Danvers. Half. There you go. The half. Yeah, Danvers yeah. half. I think. Because uh, the soil isn't that deep, so I don't try to grow a great big carrot. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Sounds sure. good. I'll Sharon, just throw you out have some carrots this, this year, and and they'll be done. I can do those right now, right? Absolutely. Right now is the yeah. best time to do them. And how about garlic? Uh. Usually, yeah, you can plant garlic now. Okay. Yeah, you can, but garlic usually won't, won't freeze. Yeah, and garlic won't show the nematode. nematode no, no, I so. knew that. Yeah. No, I was just, I had bought garlic and I was making sure I could plant it now. Yeah. Okay. You can plant it now. Okay. Well, Thanks, I'll Sharon. get out some. I'll throw out some carrot seed and see what happens. There you go. Let All us know. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. All right. You Bye-bye. take care. Bye bye. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Calvin said in his uh, good-to-grow column, uh, dig in now, column, excuse me. If you remove, freeze, kill the tomatoes, okra, peppers from the garden, and the roots show symptoms of nematodes, white lumps, and limited feeder roots, Cut the roots off and discard discard them in the garbage so they won't infect other plant another garden. The top of the plant can be placed in the compost pile. So that was an appropriate uh, appropriately timed. Yeah, there was a question about whether they should be put, can be put in that uh, green uh, container that some neighborhoods get access to. And I recommend against that because they may end up in some soil mix and stuff like And those nematodes are are hard to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's e- easier just put them in the garbage, put them in a garbage sack. If you cut off the roots, then that shouldn't b- bother people that uh, feel like they're not recycling that right. green material. Right. Yeah. And, and that shouldn't shouldn't contribute to spreading the nematodes if you isolate those roots and throw them in the garbage. And you can, you can also plant replant the, those areas with spinach. You said now is the time to plant spinach in the winter vegetable garden. Use transplant. Plant English peas by seed soaked in water overnight. Use tomato cages for trellis for the English peas. Yeah, the English peas are taken off. They yeah. didn't, uh, at least in my garden, they didn't get uh, uh, frozen. They didn't seem to be real sensitive to the cold. I don't uh, think spinach is ne- susceptible to nematodes. Really? Somebody can correct me on yeah. that, but I, I don't think it is. So, uh, 
if you've taken those precautions we talked about earlier, you can do that. <coughs> and Calvin says, now is time to plant cool weather annuals like we've been talking about. Snapdragon stocks, sweet peas, dianthus, ornamental kale, calendula, cyclone, primula, and pansies. None of which are deer resistant, right? Did we say snapdragons were? No. Oh, I think what it depends it? on the neighborhood again, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think at some places that uh, I can't, I I really can't remember (coughs) the snaps were passed up by the. I I remember Melton. I know somebody somebody might have to run a little test for us. I know the ornamental kale and cabbage is not because they they think that's uh, that's a garden. And the the pansies they'll. Take the oh, bu- they'll the, take the bus or a taxi over to eat the pansies. Go. They love pansies. So that, that's why we're excited about those uh, Vinca still living out at uh, my son-in-law's place. Uh, Trace was talking about that uh, they did a big sellout on uh, the blankets and yeah. the row covers. And for some reason, Calvin thinks it's going to freeze again, Milton. Really? Yeah, he says... Uh, the fact that it was barely November? When... <laughs> he says, uh, access the damage, assess the damage from the recent freeze to review plans and material available for the next freeze. <laughs> it's only November, and when are we going to have a next freeze? What is that, November, that next freeze been there? Take a look at the weather. Hardly seems fair, does it? You, uh, <laughs> you kind of lose your enthusiasm, too, at the early freeze like this. But anyway, of course, if, if you planned, if you covered for the last freeze, you can reuse that cover. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're careful when you remove it and everything, you can remove it and have it. A lot of people roll it up on the side of the bed, so, uh, you know, and weight it down with something. And then when the next freeze is predicted, they can come in there and just unroll it, so to speak, over the bed. There should be, uh, for a lot of us, there will be a lot less to uh, cover <laughs> for this next freeze. There you go. But uh, you probably should still care cover the uh, cyclamens. Yeah, and the yeah. limes and lemons. If yeah. You, even if you've got, uh, have some damage, if you've got any kind of, Looks like there's a green growth still, and stems look like they're still alive. Then you definitely want to protect them. Right. And again, the uh, those mechanics lights work really well because they're you can uh, kind of find a place to put them. Uh, and then uh, poultry heat lamps, uh, but don't use the. Uh, uh, what's that new light uh, light bulbs that lead light bulbs? Oh yeah, the LED. The... Yeah, they make ni- they uh, pr- provide a lot of good light. They just don't provide any heat for their. Yeah, it's like light. using a fluorescent light. It yeah, I told you that when I bought mine, I their salesperson was trying to talk me into the, you know, the lead lights. <laughs> no. so much easier to. You say, no, I don't want them. I want them for the heat. You know? Yeah, that looked very strange. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, they won't catch fire. I, uh, there you go. There you go. Nice and safe. 
And if you're moving shrubs and trees and things, now's the time to do it. Or if you need to move some. Uh, just uh, especially, especially uh, deciduous trees. Once they've lost their leaves, yeah. you can move them any time. And the sooner you can move them uh, to their new location, uh, the better it is because they'll have a chance to establish a root system before the spring. Uh, our root systems grow here in the winter because the soil never freezes. We want to remind everybody, too, Milton, that the um, Master Gardeners chapters throughout the region are re- recruiting for their January classes. Mm-hmm. We know Comal County and uh, 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 Gonzales County for sure, and I suspect Bear County and uh, uh, Guadalupe County are also recruiting. But go to their website. Uh, just go to the particular county, AgriLife Extension, or Master Gardeners, and you'll see what's required to uh, apply when the training is offered. I know the uh, Gonzales Master Gardeners are offering their training in the uh, no, it's uh, Guadalupe Master Gardeners are offering their training in the evening. Well, that's good. Yeah, which is uh, that's probably a big a help to people. Yeah. So ch- check that out, or give a, give us a call tomorrow. Yeah, we'll if you get want you more information. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, help you find those too. If you uh, call us, we'll see what we can do to to talk to those folks. All right, well, we're going to begin to uh, wrap up for today. But guess what? We're back here tomorrow at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It promises to be another nice day, partly cloudy, a high of about 70 degrees tomorrow. And, Warmer uh, than today, huh? No. Well, I think today the high is about 75. So, about, oh, huh? so ultimately it's colder. But uh, it's sure pleasant today, and it's going to be nice tomorrow. So I encourage you to come on by, take some pictures, uh, and then be sure to come by next weekend and uh, visit with uh, the folks here at Millburgers and have to be a part of the annual open house. You can learn more about it by going to millburgernursery.com. And Santa Claus. And Santa. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.